0: Hi there, I'm Tom Schultz, host of Voices of Montana, an issue-oriented newsmaker radio program. Heard weekdays on 18 radio stations with 27 signals all across the Treasure State. Thanks for clicking on the podcast. Please subscribe and we'll do our best to keep you connected. We're also on Facebook at Voices of Montana and on the Internet at VoicesOfMontana.com, where I'd love to hear from you. Contact me at Tom at VoicesOfMontana.com. We talk about it and I, I always start off with this is a gut punch and it ought to be. How, how Montana, how we suffer from mental health issues in Montana, how our suicide rate is among the highest in the nation with veterans and with kids, uh, with folks in the AA community. It's just too high. But the nice thing is there's research and, and there is public awareness. And those efforts over the years, I think of health. Mental health issues are they're not a mystery, I don't think. Maybe they are to some, some degree, they're, but they're not a shame. There's still a struggle for many. Got a lot to talk about here. This, this program is going to feature a lot of broad but yet in depth looks at, at mental health and the illness. We have advocates here. You'll enjoy this one. Montana singer songwriter Jason DeShaw is with us. Nationally renowned counselor Key Dunning from Billings and John Doerr in the Blue Cross to talk about the big Blue Sky educational campaign and also how our providers are making making more ways and making more resources available. Let's. Get Mentally Well, today on Voices of Montana.
1: Hey Colder, have you tried that place in Bozeman, the Sapphire Motel? There this week. Friendly front staff, parking right in front of my room, modern amenities, and budget friendly with that ag rate. Ag rate? Yeah, the ag rate at the Sapphire Motel—a discounted rate for ag folks attending conferences, four H, or other events in Bozeman. Close to I ninety, downtown, and Montana State Go Cats, and a go on
2: that ag rate.
1: The Sapphire Motel, down home comfort in a classic motor inn. Three ten North
0: Seventh in Bozeman, in Montana. We we have, I don't know, we've built up these these walls around ourselves in a lot of ways. We still have that individualized spirit. I know we're all feeling that. And and it's a good thing. It's a good thing to have a strong individual spirit as well. But sometimes that can get in the way of folks asking for help when they need it. And so number one, I think, too, is recognizing when you may need help. Uh, number two, where do you go then when you do uh and then also number three, where where does that help take you? What what is this journey that you're on when you're when you're looking at, at just beginning getting into a, a good place? Now, we have a lot of guests in studio. Let's welcome first one by phone here, and it's a pleasure to, to get him back on the program here. I hope his guitar was uh, um uh, tuned up and and, uh, and amplified, but we'll just have to catch him down the road somewhere. Jason Deshaw. Jason,
1: how are you, sir? Hey, John. Doing well. Thanks for having me on the show.
0: Thanks uh, for being on the show here. Appreciate that. I'm looking forward to uh, to, uh, to hearing more of your story, but also how that story gets turned around. Um, and now uh, a real strong mental health advocate. You have worked uh, with folks uh, across the aisles. One of them here is in studio here, so to speak. John uh, Dorn is with us from Blue Cross Blue Shield. And and I and I have to say there are um, there are companies out there. I, I'm just going to say it flat out. Uh, Not every insurance company out there is picking up the mantle of making resources available and really addressing mental health. But, John, I think you guys are, and I appreciate that.
2: Hey, thanks, Tom. It's really good to be here with my good friends, Key and Jason, and thanks for taking up such an important issue today.
0: And thank you for introducing us to Key Dunning. Key, good morning.
2: Good morning.
0: This is the person. She's very humble, and she won't say that Ken Burns calls her, and she won't say that she goes to the White House, uh, and uh, and she probably won't. But she will talk about the people she helps, I think, because that's – that's, that's the most important key. Thank you so much. A uh, psychotherapist and a counselor. And you've got some key concepts in communication that I I'm do. really looking I forward do. to chatting about. I but do. let's I go do. back to Jason. Jason, thank you for, again, being on the show. I know that your story has been told, kind of referenced it earlier as well. Someone who is out there saying, I'm dealing with this problem. Here's what's helping. And being able to talk about it out there, I think is important. Why don't you share some of that story and maybe you know, where you were to where you are now.
1: Sure. I was born and raised in Eastern Montana and grew up working on a farm and ranch and went off to college and became a country singer. In 2010, I was on tour in Canada when mental illness came rolling through my life. I nearly died from bipolar disorder, but I was able to eventually find recovery. I wanted something good to come out of all that pain, Uh, And suffering. So I became a mental health advocate. For the past decade, I brought a message of hope and inspiration to audiences across Montana and America. I just have to say that Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Montana helped make that possible.
2: Well, Tom, we've been working with Jason, gosh, since 2015-16, and um, he's just such an important and influential voice. And one of the things that I think really works about Jason's story is the relatability to everyday Montanans. I mean, Jason's just an everyday Montanan um, and a very, very powerful advocate.
0: Jason, when did you recognize along the way that you were struggling with mental health issues? Did you know that? Did you know um, how how serious it was in your life at some point, or or did it all come to a head? Um, what what's the story of recognizing and then reaching out for help?
1: Yeah, um I knew that things weren't right, but I didn't have a word for it because people didn't talk about it where I came from. You know, it was that, as you had mentioned before, to pull yourself up by the bootstraps and don't ask for help. And, that doesn't always turn out well you know it, it makes it a hard struggle and i just eventually saw the light at the end of the tunnel and realized it was a train i had to had to get help
3: jason this
0: if is I... key, this is key dunning again and and key thank you, thank uh, you. Uh, a chance to uh, introduce you a little more you have been very influential in in this area but also on a national level key
3: yes thank you so much and i appreciate everyone out there listening and uh, thank you for all
2: that you do for our state.
0: John, you're going to have to brag on her because she's <laughs> not going to brag on herself. She's uh, the
2: most amazing person on the planet. It's, yeah. uh, we're really special um, and really fortunate to have Key and Jason as, as these frontline advocates because they're doing such great work. Thank you. Thank
0: you, Key. Well. We won't uh, we won't embarrass you any more than uh, that, okay? Thank you but, very uh, much. you deserve that. Thank
3: well, you. Well, thank you very much, John, for saying that. I had a question for Jason that I wanted to know. Jason, when did you first have an inkling or an idea? And were you young? when that occurred and did it go unnoticed and to also to that point are you diagnosed with a bipolar 1 or a bipolar 2 illness?
1: Yeah it well, it's great to be on the show with you Key and I uh, got a bipolar 1 disorder diagnosis uh, in uh, 2010 and I, I think I was 29 years old so it, it hit me a lot later than it hits most folks. Wow. But it it took uh, several hospitalizations mm. until we finally
3: got a diagnosis and had to work for it. Right. Oh, gosh. How brave of you to come forward and to do the work that you're doing. I'm, it's a pleasure to meet you uh, on the radio. So thank you so much. Jason, where, where were you at in your life
0: uh, when, when this was happening? I mean, uh, when, when you examine this and you try to tell folks, um, this is where I'm at. What do you tell them?
1: Yeah, you know, it was a couple of pretty dark years. and um, Something that's pretty common in Montana is to use alcohol to change the way you feel. And, and I tried that and tried it again. And it was just, you know, I, I had to drive 500 miles one way to get help, and to see a psychiatrist I mean, in those days and, so it was. Uh, I I just feel blessed and, and darn lucky to to be here today because it was it was a tough
0: time. Kia, um I'm gonna have you talk about the communication that's necessary yes. because, as Jason had said earlier, he didn't have the words for mm-hmm. for what it was he was feeling. And no so language around. it. Maybe yeah. reaches out to mm-hmm. different different things, resources. That mm-hmm. you could call it a resource, but it's not the right resource, so to speak to deal with mental health, and that's alcohol. Right. Um, or drugs. Or drugs, yeah. right. But but talk about that communication level. Talk about what uh, what's important there.
3: Well, oh, thank you very much, Tom, for asking the question. Yes, I have been in practice for over 40 years, and I've been loving on people for that length of time, and what they have taught me is that there isn't a language around how to ask for help mm-hmm. because of our stigma, and obviously in our state, and uh, in our world, actually. So what was born out of this work with loving on people... I, I've named it the key concepts of communication, and what it has taught me or what actually people have taught me is uh there that there are six of there are six that have I have learned from people and I'll just share them with you real quick respect is the first one, and that means something different to all of us listen and validate is the second one what don't I know is the third one meeting people where they are not where you want them to be is the fourth one and not don't feed the bears is the fifth one and that is a very that's kind of a fun one, uh because of our where we live in our state yeah. <laughs> and uh then to uh, back out of the power struggles and that's the last one and I think probably the most important one of all is what don 't I know because as I have talked around our country and in our state is the is the simple fact of when I arrived here today, I considered what don't I know about you. What don't I know about John? What don't I know about Courtney? All the people that are here. Because are they feeling well? Did they just have a recent loss in their family? Are they struggling with something? Are they happy about something? So what don't I know? If I believe if each one of us would take that into consideration as we have dialogue with people, it would mean the world and it would change our world to be a kinder, more tolerant, to have more grace with one another. So the language around the concepts is the actual tool to help people learn how to get their needs met. And, he- then, oh, and, oh, yeah. and then, Tom, the, the, the other fact of that is that it will reduce gun violence in our world, it will increase self-worth and value, and it will reduce suicide. Because kids, if we teach them young, they will learn how to advocate for themselves, how to tell someone. Number one thing is to get people talking. So please use your words <laughs> and share and talk. Use your words.
0: Uh, That's Key Dunning again, a counselor and and psychotherapist, and John Dorn with Blue Cross.
2: That's one of the most profound reasons uh, for the Big Blue Sky Initiative, which we founded in 2018, primarily to combat uh, mental mental health in Montana. And and Key's concepts, and and when you talk to Key and listen to her heartfelt messages and you listen to Jason's profound storytelling – it's how we talk about mental wellness in Montana that is the first component of the Big Blue Sky Initiative, and that's breaking the stigma. And how do we do that? We talk about it. Jason, what was what was that for you
0: in breaking the stigma?
2: Did you feel that wall
0: come down? Was it chipped away at over a period of time?
1: I think it came down to just a matter of survival. Um, one thing I have found, you know. And I think we, we have to break the shackles of stigma surrounding mental health. But but stigma is just a softer word for discrimination. One thing I've found in speaking and in singing, when you state your struggle with confidence and from the heart, people tend to accept it or it makes it less scary. And so it's all this idea of breaking the barriers that distance us from each other and and coming together um, as one, uh, supporting each other and getting through it together.
2: You know, one of the first times that we worked with Jason uh, from Blue Cross's standpoint was back in 2015 or 16, and we worked and in, in partnered with Jason to um, take his story statewide. And we worked in schools, we worked in communities, and really let Jason tell his story and share his, um, share his music. And, um, it was right on the heels of a cluster of teen suicides in, in Butte. And, um, I always get a little emotional talking about this, but after Jason's performance, one of the fathers of a teen who took his life came up to me and gave me a big hug and said, I I wish you would have done this a month earlier. Mm -hmm. And I think that is the whole reason that Blue Cross feels the way we do about stepping up and, and, trying to change this in montana um and i think that's all the validation i needed that this was the right thing to do
0: that's uh john dorn again uh with a uh, blue cross and, and blue shield uh, again a mental health advocate Key dunning is with his key concept is key k-e-e Concepts.org for more information. We'll, we'll get into that a, a little bit more as well. I'm very curious about that. We'll also continue our conversation here with Jason Desha, singer-songwriter. Has been on the program before. Hey, Jason, when you get back to Billings, how about uh, hopping and grabbing your guitar and hopping in the studio? Would you do that? I'd love to. All right. So we'll set the date for that. Tom Schultz back alongside from Montana for Montana. It's Voices of Montana, and we tackle mental health to the point of let's get mentally well. Key Dunning is with us in studio. She's a psychotherapist, licensed clinical counselor in private practice as well, has developed some key concepts that I want to get more into because communication really is, I think, a, a big part. Of recognizing mental uh, mental health issues, and then also overcoming mental health issues. John Dorn in studio as well. Good to see you again. I'd love to talk baseball with John. He's a former community college baseball coach. Folks probably don't know that, but he's uh, he's still
2: coaching your your kids around, aren't you? Yeah, my my son's a junior high school playing Legion ball. So yeah, go Senators. Yeah,
0: there you go. <laughs> and also Jason Deshaw. It's a pleasure to have uh, this singer songwriter, seven albums, uh, a mental health advocate. His website is the Country Way. Dot com for more information has spent a number of years fighting for better care for people facing mental health in illness and addiction jason i appreciate you sharing your story and i want to i want to go back you know we we talk about that point where individually you recognize the need for for mental health il- illness or or um, uh, wellness i should say and then where do you reach out where do you go uh you, you talked about 2010 um and 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 even back then there was still a huge stigma. I think we're breaking that down to some degree. But um, how did you get your help?
1: Well, I've searched uh, long and far uh, to find the help I, I need. and uh, I've tried pretty much every treatment uh, that there is. And so many medications just uh, trying to survive this thing and... and uh, you know, I think at the end of the day, uh, putting one foot in front of the other and, and doing everything I can to stay healthy and to help others. And it uh, takes so many conscious decisions and, and attempts at help to get through this, you know, to try and, and stay healthy.
3: Jason, this is key. Was it helpful to you when you were struggling if someone asked you how you were doing, was it, was that helpful? Were you honest? Were you able to be honest? Because I think sometimes people don't know how to ask the question and they're standing right next to you or across from you and they love you or they don't know you very well, but perhaps they're an acquaintance. How would you help us to know what would be appropriate or respectful or kind?
1: Yeah, you know, I think love and compassion go a long way.
3: Oh, they do. Yes, they
1: do. Education is the the key to (laughs) understanding. Yes, it Um, is. I think that, uh, you know, at the end of the day, we're all just human beings doing our best trying to get through. Yes. And uh, I think that uh, love can break through barriers like stigma, like confusion, like heartache. You know, mental health is such a complicated thing that I think we have to treat it with compassion, open our hearts to one another. And, and you know, I, I always tell people that I don't try to change minds. I try and touch hearts to yeah. get the mind of Well,
0: and one thing that um, you're recognized for saying as well is that... um the brain is is an organ, just like all your other organs out there. Treating your brain shouldn't be any more. Well, maybe it's more difficult, key uh, than, than well, treating a complicated it, heart issue or whatever. But uh, it can be. What's the science behind this? What's the medical? You know, when we look at mental health, is there an imbalance there, or is it factors of stress? There's probably a, a, a lot of factors. Well, that it's all play of the it. above.
3: Yeah, it's all the above, right? And it's just really having people come forward. It's just having them when you're at your doctor, or you're talking with your you know, your person, your wife, your husband, your partner, your, it doesn't matter. It's just to tell someone that you're not feeling right, that there's something going on, you're worrying about, you can't sleep. Whatever that is, bring it forward. And yes, there is a chemical, our brains are attached, I tell people this all the time, our brains are attached to our bodies. And they there were one thing, and what we know is that stress manifests itself in such significant ways. That it, it can take us down. It actually can kill us.
0: Uh, and I'm going to turn to John Dorn here as well because you're doing um, an educational campaign. I want you to talk about that as well. The value of that is as an insurance provider, you're recognizing what goes into the whole package when it comes to better health.
2: Yeah, and just to finish one thought that Jason started, I mean, Jason said that education is the key to understanding. Mm-hmm. And I think understanding is the key, key to compassion. And that's how we treat and deal with mental wellness. And, and I always like to talk about it being mental wellness because that's mm-hmm. the goal. That's the end point is, is mental wellness. From the insurer standpoint and the healthcare standpoint, you're exactly right, Tom. I mean, the brain is just another organ in the body. And the way that we treat our bodies from a healthcare perspective is we try and use preventive measures to, to uh, address healthcare along the spectrum, right? If we can address something earlier in the continuum of healthcare, then we can save costs on the long run because it's not as severe. It's the same thing with mental wellness. Mm -hmm. If we can intervene before crisis and create a platform or a pathway for mental wellness, long-term stability, then we avoid those crises, circumstances that get so severe that we're dealing with the worst possible outcome. So which gun- is
3: why that's the coolest thing that, that Blue Cross Blue Shield and John has gotten behind is that they have afforded, you know, an opportunity for myself and our team in which to go to d- schools and to teach kids to talk about how the well, key concepts of communication can benefit and how they can move forward so that they're so that we're not standing alone or that they're they're contemplating suicide or, or whatever. Let's
0: take an example right now. Um yes. uh, how to ask. Um, giving some of those key concepts, mm-hmm. giving what uh, Jason DeShaw has has mentioned here as well. How Teach me, how do yes. I ask how Jason's doing? That
3: is such a great question. Well, building a relationship is one of the most important things. It's one of the most important things that kids tell me they don't have. Right? Every one of us loves yeah. to be seen and heard. Every single one of us. So acknowledging that, listening and validating, being respectful, being kind. And Jason, you and I, we have got to do some work together, buddy. Because <laughs> we are going to turn this state on its I mean, like, upside down, right? Because I see people, you see people. All of us in this room love to just be seen. And I and kids tell me that, just listen. That's the number one thing. Kids tell me that adults do not, they just don't listen to them, right? Teachers don't listen. Parents don't listen.
0: So, Jason, when, when somebody started, is that your story? That somebody did start listening? And how did that make you feel?
1: I think it goes back to that idea that we all have value, each and every uh, human being. And we have this inherent need, as key stated, uh, to be heard, to be understood. But, you know, we wouldn't deny treatment to a broken bone or an ailing heart. And we must extend the same compassion and care to those battling mental illness.
3: Because it's invisible, right, Jason? It's invisible until it isn't.
1: Yeah. And it is tangible. You know, I, I wake up in the morning, I can feel the weight of depression crushing down on me. Yeah. Uh, I can feel it in my bones. And so, yeah, I mean, um, it isn't easy. It's, it's the hardest struggle. And I've, I've been through hard physical things too, but uh, in my experience, there's nothing more difficult than depression. There's nothing harder than than mental illness. It's crushing.
3: It's it, crushing. Is, it, it is. It is.
1: But it's crushing. I, I think we find hope in each other. and I'm yes. hearing that today.
2: Yes. Well, there's so much power in storytelling. I mean, we are a, a you know, we're a, a verbal society, and there's so much power in storytelling, and that's why you know you, it's one thing to put up a billboard that says, "If you need help." called the crisis number it's another thing to empower key and it's another thing to empower jason to tell their stories and help shape the way that we build as a as a community one by one in montana to improve mental wellness
0: key dunning what key concepts do you see sort of at play here as we're talking uh with, with jason de oh
2: my
3: gosh tom they're all they're, they're all at
0: play they're all at play well which one do you want to talk about uh, when we come back after the break okay which ones? Oh, which well, yeah. ones? Do I, want I to? got a minute here, oh, so I'm oh, not working I wanna, on the keys. I'm so sorry. Radio tees.
3: I want to talk about all of them. I want to talk about all of them. But I think the what don't I know? I obviously respect means something differently to all of us. And and the listening and validation. That's the number one tool I could teach any of you out there. It'll de-escalate any situation, and it and it really affords your your person on the other end to to have value. And I will say this: we all have worth. We are all worthy of love, and we all have worth and value. So. And then the, the other one, meeting people where they are and where you want them to be. That's just being kind and yeah. respectful and filled with love and hope. Oh, anyway, all of the things.
0: Let's come on back after a break here. Jason Deshaugh is with us, singer, songwriter, mental health advocate. Also, a couple of great mental health advocates in studio. Key Dunning is with us here, psychotherapist, licensed clinical counselor. And John Dorn, an advocate with Blue Cross and Blue Shield. We're back with more from Montana for Montana, Voices of Montana.
2: The fastest hour in Montana radio continues. Call 866-627-5483 and join Montana's statewide radio talk show, Voices of Montana, with Tom Schultz.
0: Welcome back, and appreciate you joining us again. We talk about important issues in Montana, and uh, this one right at the top there, when we look at how, at times... We have, especially in, in our youth, uh, among our veterans as well, that suicide rate. We talk about it. It's a gut punch. We ought to feel that. And I think we do. And there are resources now, I think, in this state becoming more readily available. But we're still got a long ways to go when it comes to mental health. Thanks again for joining us. We're talking about mental wellness here. Let's get mentally well. Jason DeShaw is with us. Montana singer, songwriter, well-known mental health advocate as well, has shared his story of struggles, uh, it, through throughout uh, his career as well with mental health key dunning is in studio and it's a very uh, it's an honor for me to to meet her thank you so much yeah yeah as uh, as john dorn is raising the roof for her um like i said you know ken burns will call key dunning and uh, a psychotherapist and 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 uh, author of these key concepts that we're going to kind of explore a little more too, and then John Dunning, uh, george Doran, uh, pardon me, John uh, John Doran, mental health advocate with uh, Blue Cross and Blue Shield Division, Vice President of External Affairs. So that's what we got going on here. Jason, again, I, I appreciate you being on the uh, on the line right now. Where are you calling from, by the way? Are you uh, are you out touring?
1: No, I'm uh, I'm not home in Helena, Montana. Sweet.
0: Sweet, appreciate that. I hope you're hope you're feeling uh, feeling well. The, the struggle for mental health. It, you know, we we talked about some of these communication tools that can help along the way. I want to get into resources. I want to get into what was available for you and what did you feel was missing. Maybe you've got a chance to look back now, Jason, and and see what was missing, and and then we get geared toward filling in those gaps. What do you think some of those gaps
1: were? Well, you know, I think the challenges we face in Montana. There are threefold. Uh, long distances or long distance to mental health care and prevalence of alcohol and and uh easy access to firearms and, and the distance to care has been closed some since the days when I'd drive five hundred miles to see a psychiatrist. Uh now we have telepsychiatry and and um uh, so I think we're we're moving in the right direction, or we've made progress, but we've got to invest more in research, treatment facilities, and mental health education. We've got to ensure that every individual has access to the help they need.
0: Key, I'm going to throw it to you first, and then we'll go to John as well, but filling in those gaps. Uh, and, and go ahead and look at some of those key concepts as well when when we, uh, we note, know- what were some of those resources that are not available that could be or should be made available?
3: Well, I think everyone needs to see a therapist, just not because there's an issue per se, just simply because it's a neutral person that you can bounce some things off of, right? So it's a like a life coach, a confidant, something of that sort. But I want to know, I really want to know what was helpful to Jason. What was helpful? It, did he, Did you see a therapist? And if that was that useful for you? What was
1: helpful, Jason? I think every little bit helps, you know, Um, but kind of at the core level, you know, it's like what you have said, Keith, the feeling heard, you know. Mental illness can be really scary, and when someone looks you in the eye and and says, I love you and and I hear you, there's there's nothing more powerful than that.
3: The power of words.
1: And, uh... Yeah, and just the the power of feeling that, feeling like you matter, yep. you know, validating people and listening to people. Uh, it's these little things that paint the big picture.
3: Absolutely. The power of listening and validation, that's the second key concept of communication. That doesn't mean that you agree necessarily. It means that you've heard what the other person has said and that you're finding value in them. Seeing them, right? That's listening and validation. And I think that's been mentioned often. And it's been done here in the studio today with one another and with each other. Kay
0: so. Dunning again. I, I appreciate that. Um, I want to go to John Dorn. I've, I've got a setup for you here too because I'm thinking from your standpoint as a mental health advocate, you're, you're dealing with making resources available to patients and then also providers and education. So as public education. It's patient. It's, it's provider as well. But you don't get to say, I love you. You know, to a patient, so to speak. How do you show patients that you matter
2: through the tools that you can provide? Well, I think a lot of it is the the same concepts that Key's talking about and and, and the same reality that Jason's living in a big problem in Montana is the access to behavioral health care. It's it's no surprise that we have a shortage of primary care doctors across the state and it's even worse when it comes to behavioral health. I mean, from a medical standpoint. Um, you know, Montana is a rural state, but from a medical standpoint, we're a frontier state. And mm-hmm. in some rural areas, it could be 250 to 500 miles from where you live to reach a psychiatrist. Montana has half the number of psychiatrists per 100,000 people than the national average. Um, and so one of the components of the Big Blue Sky Initiative is investing in that access to healthcare, closing those gaps. That's why we worked with the Billings Clinic to found the state's first psychiatry residency program. Uh, Montana was one of three states that did not have one of those. And so, you know, if we can put four students in that residency program, keep three of them here, and next year put five in the program and keep four here, and then eight and five, we're slowly going to close that gap um, and and hope that um, we can continue to bring people to Montana who practice here, live here, and help close those gaps.
0: I want to throw it to you, Key, to talk um, about youth mental wellness as well, because mm. I- I'm not sure all the, the resources, well, I would presume that the re- some of the resources that, that work for adults, they're going to need to be adjusted for, Ab- at the youth level. Absolutely, yes. Yeah.
3: Absolutely what John is saying. In our community in Billings here, we really struggle for youth uh, services for psychiatry, for uh, psychiatrists that can see. So we rely on our pediatricians. Who are amazing we rely on our nurse practitioners who are being trained uh, in in delving greater into the component of our mental wellness so we rely on those people and in and that without
2: them we would be lost yeah and that he makes a great point I mean especially when it comes to the youth a lot of times it, it could start. The, the course of treatment could start with the pediatricians. And that's why we're working with the Montana Academy of Pediatricians on a three-year training module for pediatricians mm-hmm. in Montana to better recognize, recognize those signs of distress or potentially those warning signs where a child might need to get into counseling, might need to get into another form of treatment so that those issues don't build and percolate until they boil over. And,
3: the, and John, oh, I love having John as a partner. He's amazing. <laughs> and the cross shield, incredible just an incredible organization who is really, really their action, their action behind what they say. There's a difference between talking about it and doing something. Yeah, there absolutely is. And so to that point, I had an opportunity to present to to our pediatricians in Bozeman uh, just recently in October. It was incredible because before, and I think that when parents decide to have a, a child, that they need to be taught how to communicate because I believe all people are doing their best. I just believe. Shine the brightest light. I talk about that a lot. There's no playbook. There's no playbook. And there's no playbook. And when you love a child, it is a different kind of love. It'll sear your heart and it'll, it'll elevate you to the highest levels. And also terrify you. And I think that... It, so And and parents are doing their best, and they also need a language around how to do it. Mm-hmm. So I believe that uh, if we could teach them the key concepts of communication, once again, I'm just going to say that out loud That because it is my goal to teach this to our entire world because I know that it will make a difference. Thank you for listening.
0: <laughs> I appreciate that so much. Hey, Jason, um, I, 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 you, did you want to follow up on that?
1: Yeah, it's just, uh, you know, mental health isn't something you can do alone. You know, you have to reach outside of yourself for help. And, uh you know, so I have a good psychiatrist and we have a great relationship. He, he tells me what to do and I tell him where to go.
3: <laughs> Amen to that. I get that a lot too in my office. have some of those
0: relationships as well, Jason mental health, Jason Deshaugh is with us, musician and um, an advocate, Key Dunning, also in studio here, professional counselor, has developed the key concepts. Uh, you can go to Key, as. K-E-E, concepts.org, for more information on that. Uh, And with the big uh, Blue Sky Initiative and, of course, the uh, services that Blue Cross uh, is now through their providers are providing as well when it comes to mental wellness. Jason, uh, sort of the lightning round here, too. I I don't know if we have any any thoughts to kind of conclude up on. I know that John had talked to you about, you know, how your music and and mental health kind of come together.
1: Yeah, you know, music is the universal language. Mm -hmm. So is hope. And so I bring the two together my journey as a mental health advocate has taken me from high school gymnasium to the lecture halls of Harvard. And Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Montana helped make that possible. You know, with with their support and that of the Montana Office of Public Instruction, I spoke to over twenty thousand Montana students. Wow. And I'm just proud of the proud of the work that we've done together.
3: That's amazing.
2: Yeah. Now we're bragging on John. Yeah, gosh, well, yeah. Yeah. There's a, that's a first for everything. So, you know, I, I, I really think it starts in the schools. I mean, I think that's where we have to have our focus. Um, and that's the critical aspect of the Big Blue Sky Initiative, you know, whether it's the PAXIS Good Behavior Game in East Helena schools, uh, the free mental wellness basics program that we're providing for schools all across the state, uh, Keys Concepts, Jason DeShaw, the Northern Broadcasting's Beyond the Weather program. You know, our children are our future and it's our belief at blue cross that we need to do everything possible to address this issue. Key, what's oh, the status? Gosh. What's the
0: status of our kids in schools right now?
3: Well, they're struggling. Yeah. And since pandemic, since the pandemic it, mm-hmm. it changed the landscape of everything for every yeah. one of us for sure. So lots of anxiety, lots of depression for sure, and also they are filled with hope and they are curious and they are they have an earnest desire to please their teachers, their parents, So to shine that brightest light on them and to instill them with hope and the opportunity to have a language of which to communicate, to get their needs met so that they know how to do it, so that they're not standing by a truck or in a farm or a field with a gun to their head, so that they are absolutely able to get their needs met in a healthy way.
0: Uh, Jason, um, what's... What's rewarding for you here in this journey? Um, I kind of mentioned uh, you have a chance to to speak personally. You have uh, these touches personal because you're a Montana, uh, so to speak. Um, What is rewarding for you in this journey?
1: I think if I can make a difference, uh, you know, I guess at the end of the day, uh, all we can do is... is, uh, Try and get through and and support one another on this journey and and, um, just um, with that belief that we are all in this together, that we're all just trying
2: to find our way home. Yeah, and I think that's what resonates with the relationship that we have with Jason and Key, too, is... every single day we have a chance to make a positive difference in this world and for our Montana communities, and and certainly that's what gets me up out of bed every morning. And that's not just talk. We can do that. there's action.
3: Yep, and I think to that point, to both of these gentlemen's point, is that it starts with me. It absolutely starts with me. It is the one thing that I can do each day in my thinking, in my actions, is to be kinder, to have more grace, more tolerance, and more love for everyone that I see. And that I don't see
0: yeah because like you say we, we don't know what they're going through, but you can pretty much assume they're going through there's some something of the same going on right that, that we and are. we are yeah. a we yeah. we are in this together hey, hey Jason thank you um, look let's uh, let's connect okay i 'd love to have you stop by in studio and, and we'll talk more about uh, as this journey there's a lot of things we couldn't get to today because it is a, a plate full of, of things that we want to talk about and things that we can move down the road uh, for Better Mental Wellness. Jason Desha, Key Dunning, John Dorn. Thank you, guys. Thanks again for joining us for the podcast. And join us daily Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. for more Voices of Montana, a live issue-oriented talk show, heard daily Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. on local stations all across Montana.